888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. <laughs> I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 301, I'm going to be giving my thoughts on the future of blogging. I believe that we are living in interesting times and that blogging is evolving. What worked in 2008 when I started my blog doesn't necessarily work in the same way in 2007. But how do we keep up with the changes? How do we prepare for those changes? Will blogging die? Spoiler alert, it will not. <laughs> By the way, uh, but the way we uh, as bloggers create our content and put value out into the world will have to change. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing my thoughts. These thoughts are based on my observations on where I see things headed. I'm going to be take, uh, talking about the role of social media and how that is going to impact what we do as bloggers. So my thoughts on the future of blogging, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Hello, hello, hello. I am so excited to be here with you. I love talking to you. Um, and uh, this is just this is just a lot of fun for me. So I, I just really enjoy this. This is episode number 301. Last week, we celebrated 300 episodes of this podcast, which absolutely blows my mind. So as we go into this 301st episode, I figured, you know what? Let's talk about this topic of where this is all headed. Not for me, but for us as bloggers, uh, generally speaking, because I think there are some interesting changes that are taking place. And I just kind of wanted to talk to you about it because I, I feel like you should be aware of what's going on. Now, I think these changes are a good thing. So I don't want you to think, oh, man, this dude is talking about the future of blogging. This is going to be uh, bad news for us bloggers. I think it's actually great news for those of us bloggers that really want to provide value, really want to connect with our audiences, really want to, 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 to change the world one blog at a time, <laughs> you know. Um, I really think it opens up some interesting opportunities for us. Now, let's talk about blogging in general, in terms of how it's been in the past. Because for the longest of time, uh, when someone talks about a blog, they're usually talking about a website uh, that has written content. It's kind of like an online, uh, not, 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 well, some people call it an online diary, and some people use it as an online diary. But it's someone providing content in written form, putting it on their blogs. It's usually done in reverse chronological order. I mean, even even if you go to Wikipedia right now, this is what it says uh, a blog is. It says, a blog is a discussion or informational website published on the World Wide Web consisting of discrete, often informal, diary-style text entries or posts. Diary style text entries. Now, I don't know if you've noticed this, but the world of blogging is changing. Yes, what Wikipedia said is a blog, that, that is a blog. But I think as a blogger, it's time for you and I as bloggers to look beyond that definition. Because that definition I don't think is going to work as well moving forward because times have changed times have changed and you know what has changed the game social media because here's <laughs> you remember the early days of social media i mean the 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 high five days and the myspace days and all that good stuff where we'd go on we'd upload pictures we'd share you know status updates and it would just be text or an image and people would like it and comment on it, and that's it. Do you notice what's been happening with social media 
over the last few months and years. And I say months because, yeah, a lot has happened over the last year. But if you look at the last few months, a lot is taking place almost every day. I work with Social Media Examiner, and we keep track of the social media news. And almost every single day, there is something new happening. And I'm not just talking about one thing new happening. There are multiple things happening. There are all kinds of news articles coming out about what Facebook is doing, what Google is doing, what YouTube is doing, what Twitter is doing, what Pinterest is doing. I don't know about you, but with all the changes, let's just take one social media platform. Let's just take Facebook. With all the changes that have happened over the last few weeks and months, it can be a bit overwhelming. No, it, it, it it's just me. Uh, oh, oh, okay, my bad. It's not, it's not, okay, it's not you. It's just, I got you. I got, no, but seriously, so much has been happening. You know, Facebook, especially, I believe that they have changed the game. You know, they just had their annual uh, F8 conference. And there were a few things that beca- I, 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 I want to spend some time talking about social media because I think this is so s- significant. There are a few things that really stood out to me in terms of w- what they're focusing on. And there are a few things that actually excites me about the future of where things are going. But two of the main things that really stood out to me were, number one, they're focused on this concept of community. You know, you have Facebook groups. And I believe that, I mean, not I believe, based on what they're saying, groups are a huge part of their focus. Um, when, when, you think about, when you think about video that's uploaded to, to, to Facebook, we think about it from the perspective of, you know, someone uploads a video, I watch the video. But w- the direction that they're going is not just you watching video and I watching video, but us watching video together as a community, you know, with live video and all that kind of stuff. And it's all about how can we get people connected to each other? It's not just posting. It's about communicating as a community. And it's not just... It's not just Facebook that's focused on this community aspect of what we do online. Even YouTube is trying to build out their social layer so that you can engage with the creators and you can engage amongst each other and all that good stuff within the mobile app and even on the desktop. There's so much happening. And it seems that all of these social networks are saying, you know what? We're, We're beyond the time where social media is just about you posting content and someone else commenting on that content. It's really about how can we engage with that content together as a community, whether it's a community of two or a community of 500. One of the interesting things that they're doing is, you know, when you're watching a live video, let's say you're watching a live video and there are 50,000 people watching that live video. Well, when you make put a comment on that live video, it just goes through that stream of, you know, hundreds of of comments that just came in in that minute. But what they're doing is they're adding a, a layer to it so that if I am watching that and you are my friend and we're watching that, we can actually on that live video engage with each other and just have a, a two-way conversation about this video that we're watching. They're really placing a significant emphasis on community. Now, you maybe you're wondering, wait, 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 Leslie, you, you said we're talking about the future of blogging, not the future of social media. But wait, I mean, there are some strong indications from these different platforms as to where things are going for these platforms. But I think those things will have an impact on what we do as bloggers. So I'm just kind of setting the stage for that. Okay, so community is one huge focus uh, according to what I've seen from uh, the, the talks that they gave at F8. Community is huge. Number two, and this one, I, I saved this one for, this. I didn't do this first, but you know this one is coming. You know what it is. A big focus that Facebook has right now is, what is it? Video. And, you know, when we're talking about video, I'm talking especially live video. There are a few things that I want you to pay attention to. Number one, 
right now, when so many people are complaining about organic reach, you know, the, 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 the ability for Facebook pages to reach the people that have liked the pages without paying for it. With so many people complaining about organic reach, if you are a, a Facebook page that is primarily video, you will not be complaining as much. Because Facebook is obviously, and they've said this, they're giving preferential treatment to people that are uploading videos, to, to pages, to companies that are uploading video. And especially when you're going live. When you're going live, this is the only form of content on Facebook where when you post that content, the people that are following you get a notification. Preferential treatment like nobody's business. And you can easily or relatively easily get those people that are following you to engage with your live videos and to engage with your videos uh, much more so than when you're posting a written status update. Engagement is much higher if you are publishing videos regularly. You know, I've, I've, over the last month, since the beginning of, oh wait, I just realized that it's been a, it's been a month. Oh wow. <laughs> I didn't even know I didn't even notice that happened. But in the month of April, April is gone. Yeah, so it has been a month. In the month of April, I posted a new video every single weekday. And just yesterday I went in to to look at my engagement. And if you have a Facebook page in your Facebook insights, you can add other pages to your Facebook insights uh, so that you can compare your engagement to the engagement of other pages. And I compared my engagement over the last uh, month to the engagement of many other successful pages, many of which are bigger. I mean, way bigger, actually all of which are way bigger than mine. Uh, well, all of them are bigger than mine. Some are way bigger than mine. The engagement rate that I'm getting is significantly higher than the engagement rate that they're getting because of the fact that I was posting video primarily. I think 90-something percent of what I did was post video, and that's it. Now, I should probably mix it up a, a little bit, but what it's showing me is that Video is significant. Now, the way I've been doing it, well, I'll talk a little bit about how I've been doing it a little later. Um, but yeah, engagement has gone through the roof, and that's exciting. Now, here's another thing that a lot of people don't realize, and I think I think this is probably one of the most interesting things that, that has happened that's kind of undercover. Even though they made an announcement of, about this, I have not seen one person Focus on this fact, and that's this. If you have a personal profile, and on that personal profile, you have more than 5,000 followers, you actually get more metrics than the, re the rest of the world. You get to see the number of views. Yes, everybody gets to see that, but you get to see more details in those metrics than everyone else. You get to see uh, the, 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 the total minutes viewed, the total number of views, and the total engagements. You're also going to uh, get to see you know, aggregated insights for all the videos that you post on your profile over 7, 30, and 60-day periods, including, I'm reading this from their announcement, including the total number of video posts, engagements, uh, total views, and minutes viewed, and total number of profile followers. Video insights will be available also in the Mentions app over the coming week. So the Mentions app for uh, people that are public figures that are verified and all that good stuff. And, but, but here's the main thing. They are saying if you have a personal profile and you have over 5,000 followers, you get more metrics. And what that's telling me is that they really want people to start building a following for their videos. Similar to another platform you may, know, you may know about, and that's YouTube. I believe that this is kind of an untapped 
thing that a lot of people aren't focusing on because even with your personal profile, Facebook is encouraging you to do more video. Okay, now, I've been focusing a lot on video. I'm going to focus a little more on video because I really want to drive this home and I want you to realize it. And some of you are hearing what I'm saying and maybe you're getting a little uncomfortable right now because, oh man, this... He he keeps saying that V word. That's the thing that I that's the thing that I've been un- avoiding because I'm uncomfortable on camera. I don't like hearing my voice. I don't like the way I look on camera or what okay, okay, so I'm I'm just warning you, I'm gonna make you a little more uncomfortable. So just stay tuned. Don't worry. If you're uncomfortable now, don't worry, calm down. It's gonna get worse. <laughs> it's gonna get worse, but it's gonna get better. All right? I I, I promise you that. Okay. Let's continue. Now, Facebook is not the only one that's focused on video. Now, obviously, you should know that YouTube, YouTube is focused on video. But also Twitter. You know, Twitter bought Periscope a while back. And Twitter started rolling out some of the Periscope features within the Twitter app. But listen to this. Twitter just announced. Listen to this that they are partnering with Bloomberg to do all-day streaming of video news. Now, what did Twitter start as? What did we call Twitter? A micro-blogging platform where you could send out these little tweets, and it was so simple. That's all you did. You tweeted with text, and then, yes, with emojis and GIFs and or GIFs and all that good stuff. And now... Even that micro-blogging platform is focusing on video, especially live video. Now, I'm going to give video a little bit of a rest for a a few seconds. (laughs) When you combine those facts, the focus on community, the focus on video, Oh, man, I said video again. I'm sorry. Um, When you combine that with things like Facebook Instant Articles, Google AMP, Apple News. Now, these are all mobile mobile platforms where you can uh, use these different systems to reach people on mobile devices in different ways with more optimized content that with Facebook Instant Articles, it's hosted within the Facebook app with Google AMP. You get a, a, a modified version that loads faster on mobile devices with Apple News. If you have an iOS device, you can, um, you, you can subscribe to different publications and all that good stuff. All of these guys trying to serve up content from different publishers in a more optimized way within their ecosystem. Things are getting interesting. The internet, as we know it, is changing. And if you don't pay attention to that, if you are not aware of what these changes are, it's going to be easy to be left behind. Now, I have some relatively bad news, but then I have some good news. Let's start with the relatively bad news first. I believe, I strongly believe, with all these changes that we're seeing, with, with the fact that people are mob- moving, moving more and more to their mobile devices, with the fact that these different huge companies are spending a lot of money to serve content in a way that's optimized for the users, I think, I predict, that it's going to get harder to get people to a specific location. Quite frankly, it has already gotten harder. When blogging was, you know, in its infancy and there were a few blogs, it was so easy for them to get traffic. But now that we have hundreds of millions of blogs out there, so many on any topic, yes, there is that competition, but now you're not just competing with other bloggers you're competing, competing with these other platforms that are vying for people's attention and that have people's attention. 
you know, back in the days, it was really easy to, 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 or relatively easy to launch an app, put it in the app store, and then have so many people download that app. It has gotten significantly harder with competition and with the way the industry has moved. And what we've seen is that now, um, if you want people to engage with you on their mobile devices, you better be engaging with them where they are and not necessarily trying to get them to your particular app. It doesn't work the same way that it did back then. So I believe it's going to get harder and harder. This is the reality. It's going to get harder and harder to get people to a specific location. All right? Now with that, let's transition to what this means for bloggers. First of all, let's deal with the definition of a blogger. My definition of a blogger goes beyond someone that's a writer, someone that is writing content and posting it on their websites in reverse chronological order for others to consume. Bloggers are not just writers. Bloggers are content creators. And if the nature of content on the internet is changing, then we need to be thinking about changing the nature of our content. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't be writing anymore. Absolutely not. And I'll touch on that. But the nature of content on the internet is changing. And if that is the case, the, the way people consume content on the internet is changing. And if that is the case, we better change or we're going to fall by the wayside. So that's one. If you are a blogger, don't just see yourself as a writer. See yourself as a content creator that is trying to reach an audience. Number two, bloggers are influencers. Now, this is a term that annoys me <laughs> to a certain extent. It annoys me because of how I see it being used. Everyone claims to be an influencer. I believe influence, influencer isn't something that you call yourself. I believe influencer is something that others call you. That's one part of it. I, know I have my personal issues where that's concerned. But I'm going to leave my personal issues out of this. The question is, should we no longer blog? Absolutely not. That is not what I'm saying. I think I still think today, in 2017, I think blogging is one of the best ways to build an audience. But I believe that blogging will never look the same again. Too much has changed and will continue changing. And if we are proactive about this, I believe we can come up on top. We can come out on top. Okay. So once again, what does this mean for the, the future of blogging? Number one, I believe just like these social networks is making a big push for community, I believe that blogging will be more about community and connecting with people. That, you know what, I could stop the episode here and I said, if you can focus everything you do on community and connecting with people, you've got it. You've got the, re the recipe for success. But I'm not going to just stop there. I'm going to talk a little more about what I, what I think this means. So, number one, it is more about community and connecting with people. If you are looking at your blog right now, if you are the person that is listening to my voice right now, that is looking at your blog as a way for you to just create, create content and put it out there, or write an article, write a post, or whatever, and just put it out there for the world to see, you got to change the way you look at what we do. The internet is changing and you have to change with it. It's more about building that community. Okay, number two. I believe that blogging will be more personality-based than it ever has been. If you are the anonymous content creator out there, I think that's going to become way harder. People need to connect with you as a person. And once again, you need to be connecting with them where, where they are are we are no longer the anonymous content creator we are the influencers that people connect with and in 
in order to take full advantage of that, you need to show who you are. You need to show who you are. Remember back in high school, there were, you know, uh, you, you have a certain personality, right? You're, you are uniquely you. And back in high school, maybe you had your group of friends. You know, some people m- had more challenges with that, and, and I accept that. But even if it's that one person that you connected with, you had your group of friends. And the reason you connected with them is because they bought into your personality, Well, it's the same thing with blogging. It's the same thing with the internet. If you show your personality, the people that you resonate with and that resonate with you are going to be attracted to you. And if you have a certain expertise, there's going to be a certain people, a certain subset of the population that, that is interested in that expertise that will be interested in who you are. You can be an influencer to your first 100 subscribers. That, does that sound like a lot? Some people think, you know, 100 subscribers, that's that's nothing, right? But if you only have 100 subscribers, you actually have life a little easier than the people that have hundreds of thousands, actually much easier than those that have hundreds of thousands of people. You can get to know those 100 subscribers like that person cannot get to know that that 400, 500, 1 million, I was going to say 1 million thousand, 400,000, 500,000, 1 million subscribers. You have an advantage where that's concerned. You can show your personality and you can actually connect with those people, with your little community To the point where you know these people in your community. And they come to know, like, and trust you as their influencer. And you know what? What happens if over the span of a year, those hundred people that you have really invested yourself into, what happens if each of those people refer refer, refer 10 of their friends to you over the span of a year? Well, all of a sudden, you have a community of a thousand. And what happened if over the span of a year, that thousand people refer 10 of their friends because of how much they've connected and engaged with you and how much value they're getting from you? What if that thousand people over the next year refer 10 of their friends over the next year? That's less than one person a month. All of a sudden, You're at 10,000 subscribers, 10,000 people that are following your content, that are engaging with what with the content that you create and the community that you are nurturing. I want to hammer that home. If you are not focused on community building, you've got to wake up. It is time for you to wake up and recognize what is happening on the Internet. Let's continue. What does this mean for the future of blogging? The future of blogging, in the future of blogging, it will be more brand building where you are the brand. I know this goes right along with what I said just now, but I want to get a little more specific. Your social media presence and your blog work hand in hand. Your social media presence and your blog work hand in hand. And if you decide what you want to be known for, that becomes a part of your identity. That becomes a part of your brand identity. And your brand identity should be everywhere, quite frankly. It's on your business page because that's obviously directly related to your blog, but also in the way you represent yourself yourself on your personal profiles. I think this is something that makes people uncomfortable, and I think there are are varying levels of this. I don't think uh, your personal profile has to be 100% used for your blog or necessarily used at all, but I do believe that you you can amplify what you are doing by using your personal profile to supplement what you're doing on your to complement sorry what you're doing on your business profile and I'll talk a little more about that 
Beyond that, what this means for the future of blogging, multiple forms of content. I think more video, more live, more meeting people where they are. How do you get your content in front of as many people as possible? Not by going out there with a, a, a big blowhorn and saying, hey, come over to where I am. No, but by going to where people are and connecting and engaging with them. By going beyond the blog. Remember, bloggers are content creators. Some of that content will actually be on your blog. But if that's the only place it is, we've got a problem. And another thing, I think it also places an emphasis on the importance of growing that email list. And I know, I know you've heard me say it so many times and you've been thinking to yourself, you know what, I really do need to focus on that email list and maybe you have increased your focus there a little bit but not as much as you'd like because you're thinking you're busy and you have more important things to do. Well, I want to let you know that there's not a lot that's more important for a blogger that is building an online platform. Because you know what? These social networks, they're going to continue to tweak their algorithms. And yes, while email marketing is harder than it used to be, I think it's such an essential part of what we do. I've really started focusing over the last few months. I've really started focusing on my email list in ways that I've never done before. And the growth that I'm seeing over the last two months my email list has grown more than over the last year. Wait, wait, wait. Over the last two months, my email list has grown more than over the last two years because of the focus that I'm placing on growing my email list. And I think, not I think, I want to warn you that if you have not been focusing on this, it's time to fix that. Okay, so how do we do this? Okay, let's say you've bought into uh, what I'm saying or at least some of what I'm saying. What is the action plan? I want to give you an action plan and I want to show you, talk to you a little bit about how I've been implementing this and what I've been seeing as a result. First thing, I really want you to think about the answer to this question. Who do you want to be known as? Do you want to be known as, you know, uh, Susie, the, the, that person that is passionate about cooking and that is a really, a really good chef? When she cooks, it brings people together and she knows how to help you become that person in your family. You know, very family oriented, very let's sit around this dinner table and 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 just engage with each other over some food that makes your mouth water that 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 facilitates bonding in a way that it never has before i'm talking about this right now and all of a sudden my mouth is watering <laughs> do you want to be the person on the other side of the video that is making my mouth water is that who you want to be known as really and truly who do you want to be known as? Notice, I didn't start with what do you want to blog about. No, I asked, who do you want to be known as? And along with that, what do you want to be known for? What is the value you want to provide to the world? I want you to think about this. I want you to spend some time thinking about this. Talk with your spouse about this. Talk with your friends about this. Who do you see me as? And, and and what do you think I'm good at and all that good stuff. Who, uh, if, if the topic that you are blogging about is related to who you want to be known for, that is exactly what you want. Next question. Who are you trying to reach? In other words, you've decided what value you want to provide uh, to the world, but who are you providing that value to? I want you to become specific about this. You know, I've spoken about this so many times, but I really want you to think about that. Next question that follows directly from that. What kind of community are you trying to establish? Remember the focus on community, right? What does that ideal community 
look like? And where will that community gather? You know, are you are you going to do it as a Facebook group? Uh, I think Facebook is placing way more of an emphasis on Facebook groups right now. I think that's going to change over time and we're going to see some changes there. But right now it's working. Is it going to be a Facebook group? Is it going to be, you know, mostly from your your business profile? Is it going to be kind of your business profile and your personal profile engaging with people in a specific way? How, wh- how will that community gather? And what kind of a community are you trying to establish? Next question. What kinds of content do you have to create to make that a reality? And with that, are you placing an emphasis on video? And did I make you uncomfortable again? I'm, well, I'm not really sorry. I strongly believe that the beautiful things in life happen right outside our comfort zones. And if you've been holding back from this video, this live video stuff, because I'm not comfortable. Then it's time to say, I am not comfortable with this. So I'm going to push myself to do just that. Next questions. What platforms will you be focusing on? And while focusing on that, con- that platform, how often will you uh, be creating that content? Where are you going to focus? Quite frankly, especially if you're, you know, that solopreneur, uh, you're like me, where it's just you and maybe you have maybe you have some virtual assistants or something of that sort. But you are the brand. You are the business. You can't be everywhere unless you have a strong team. So especially when you're getting started or, well, if it's mostly you, where are you going to focus? And then. On those platforms, how are you presenting yourself? You know, I, th- I actually believe that Facebook is going to become a, a bigger part of what we do online. And, and I, I'm just going to say, I think it's becoming more and more essential to see Facebook as your online identity. Yeah, I know you're, somebody's listening to this right now and thinking, yeah, but I hate Facebook. Those people are terrible. Well, you know what? They're dominating it right now. 1.8 billion people. I mean, <laughs> 1.8 billion monthly active users. What compares to that? I mean, the other platforms that compare to that almost are things like Instagram. Well, who's it owned by? Facebook? Oh, man. Okay, okay. Maybe maybe WhatsApp. Oh, man. Wait, who's that owned by? Oh, uh, yeah, Facebook. Facebook is going to become a bigger part of our identity. Yeah. That's something we all got to deal with. How exactly we're going to deal with with it, time will tell. But anyhow, what platforms are you focusing on? How often will you be creating content? Um, and I believe that, you know, Instagram, I think that's a big deal as well. I've mentioned that before recently since coming back from social media marketing world. But then the next thing is on those platforms, how are you presenting yourself? How are you presenting yourself? When I look to your profile, do you look like someone that is interested in what your blog is about? Does your profile photo, your cover photo, does that complement what you're trying to build? Remember, every place you present yourself online is an opportunity to present yourself as the person, as the brand, as the business you want to be. Now, I'm not talking, don't get me wrong, I'm not talking about being that person on social media that's just always pushing your business. But I'm talking about being that person that represents themselves as the brand they are becoming or as the brand they are. Your, 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 your profile picture, your cover photo, do they represent the brand you are building? If not, it's time to reevaluate. When I look at your de- when I look at who you are, when I find you on the internet, do I see the brand you're building, or do I see, uh, you know, just another profile? Think about that. Next question. Are you leading the way? 
and sharing your journey with your audience, whether it's an audience of 100 or an audience of 100,000, we are beyond the stage where you can create content that's meh, bleh. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're building a brand. And in building a brand, you know what? It's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take studying. Studying, yes, studying. I know you graduated from university 10 years ago or maybe you you just finished uh this week you're taking final exams and you are graduating and forget this studying thing it's a thing of the past yay no more exams no i'm not talking about exams but are you enriching your mind let's say you had a, a an audience of 100,000 people are you leading the way are you getting better at your craft are you you know, keeping up with what's happening in your industry and sharing that with your audience? Are you leading the way? I found myself consuming more content now than ever before. Why? Because I have a responsibility to my audience. I have a responsibility to you. You're taking the time to listen to me. I better have something of value to share. And if I run out of content, if you ever run out of content, you are not trying hard enough. If you've been struggling to come up with content ideas, mark my words, you are not trying hard enough. Because you know what that tells me? You're not consuming any new content. You're relying on that information you've always had in your mind. And it's run out. <laughs> it's time to get better. It is time to get better at what you do so that you, I mean, you're the, you, listen, you're the one that said you want an audience. Well, now you have a responsibility. And that responsibility is to stay on top of things so that you can continue to lead that audience. And lastly, in terms of the questions, and then I'll tell you about how I've been doing this recently. Use these platforms. Use your blog, your social media presence, the videos that you're creating, and all that stuff to build your email list and do that consistently. You want to be having that call to action. And this is something that I need to work on. You know, I said I'm focusing on my email list, and I am. I need to do this even better. Because I'm putting content out there consistently now. And there's not as clear as a clear a path to my email list as there should be. And I'm going to work on that. Okay. Let me talk to you a little bit about my current approach in terms of what I'm doing. I'll get very specific. And um, I hope this is helpful to you. I've decided that, you know, I said the beautiful things in life happen outside of your comfort zone. I've decided that I want to get way out of my comfort zone. Um, and when I say way out of my comfort zone, I want to do something that when I think about it, I th when I thought about it, I thought to myself, oh, man, that, yeah, that's a bit too much. That is what I wanted to do. And I, I started it as an experiment. And this experiment, it's turning out to be more than just an experiment. It's turning out to be like a long-term thing. But at the beginning of April, I decided I'm going to start posting one video every single weekday. And I started this on my personal profile on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Leslie Samuel. And after two weeks, I decided, wait a minute. No, no, no. Okay. I am building a brand. I'm going to do this as become a blogger as my business. And what I started doing is on Mondays, I call it Mindset Mondays. I deal with some mindset issue that we need to deal with to become successful bloggers and entrepreneurs. On Tuesdays, Tech Tuesdays, I take uh, some piece of technology that I use to build my blog, to do my videos, to do all kinds of stuff, and I review that. On Wednesdays, it's what I'm doing Wednesdays. You get to see behind the scenes in my business, uh, something that I'm working on right now. And I share with you my, what I'm thinking, what I'm thinking uh, through in this process and what I'm doing to be efficient in certain aspects of my business. 
on Thursdays, I post a tutorial because it's Tutorial Thursdays showing you my screen and teaching you how to do something specific. And on Fridays, it's Facing Fair Fridays. And for the last more than a month now, yay! <laughs> I can't believe it. Every single weekday, there's been a new video. And oh, Facing Fair Fridays is where I post a video of someone else that I connected with at Social Media Marketing World for right now and beyond in the future. And where they shared a story of how they encountered fear as they grew their business or their blog and what they did to overcome it. And now I'm posting those all on my Facebook page. I'm posting them on YouTube. And I'm, I'm going all in on this video first strategy that I spoke about, I think, two episodes ago. I am basically creating content like crazy now. I'll talk about my process in another podcast episode. And... You probably noticed that it's it's more than just the blogging content, but it's all related to blogging. And by doing that, I am able to reach more people than I've been reaching up to this point. Now, some of the reasons why I'm doing this, well, number one, I see the change that's happening. I see this shift towards video. Mark Zuckerberg and some other people high up in Facebook have said things like, Within five years, and this was like last year that they said this, they won't be surprised if Facebook is primarily video. And one of them actually went to the extent of saying all video. That's one of the reasons why I'm doing it. Also, because I want to get better at video. If this is such a, if this is going to be such a big thing, I want to get better. I want to get more efficient. I want to, I want to be awesome at video. And also, I want to challenge myself beyond my comfort zone. When I think about doing a video every weekday, I think to myself, that is crazy. I can never do that. And you know what? That's why I'm doing it. Now, what's the result? Over the last month, I've had more engagement than ever to date. I've had more people finding me for different reasons related to what I'm doing. I've had more people ask me about my business than ever. On a regular basis. I've had more people asking me when I'm going to be reopening the coaching club. I've increased my affiliate sales for the products that I use in my business. I've gotten more, re I've established more relationships with business as a result of this one month experience. I mean, experiment. I've had more everything as a result. I've never had this much engagement not surrounding the launch of a product. To date, I've been doing this since 2008. I've never had this much engagement, this much interaction, this much community, this much people talking with each other and so on. Never. Ever. Now, this has also made me realize something about what I do and who I am targeting and it's allowed me to realize this about my training. I'm not targeting people who don't want to push themselves. I'm not trying to get people who don't want to put themselves out there. I'm not trying to reach people who want to hide behind a blog because that's not what I'm doing and what I've done. It's not for people who don't want to put themselves out there. It's for people who want to become thought leaders in their space who want their content to be a reflection of their lives. It's not this isolated project that we have over here on the side. It's a reflection of who I am. It's a reflection of who you are. It's for people who want to put value out there and be known as the person who can help you solve specific problems. It's for people who want to learn to get really good at building their brands. And this has given me much more clarity. This is part of why I have, I have not been promoting my coaching club over the last few months. Um, it's why it's closed right now, because I needed to be, to, to refine it to meet the needs of that person. Because you know what? This is where I believe the future is. Is eight, going. Eight, oh. eight, eight, three, four. <laughs>
sorry, I'm swinging my hands and I tap my iPad. Um, <laughs> this is where I believe things are going for bloggers. And I've been working on redoing the training in the coaching club to meet this. Now, I just want to let you know that if you are interested in this concept, I want to ask you to, to sign up at bloggercoaching.com to be updated when the coaching club relaunches. This is where I believe the future of blogging is going. The future of blogging is going. Does that make sense? <laughs> this is where I believe blogging is going in the future. <laughs> the future ain't going nowhere. The future is where it is. Oh, man. Yeah, that's it. I hope you got some value from that. This episode was about five minutes longer than it should be. <laughs> but I really want to drill this home because I know that things are changing. Pay attention. I hope you got value from that. Uh, this was episode 200, I mean, 301. <laughs> oh, my word. I intentionally didn't put a lot of show notes for this particular episode. So you can go to becomeablogger.com slash 301, but it won't be as detailed. I wanted people to listen to this episode to get the full extent. Also remind you, head on over to bloggercoaching.com. Register there to be notified when the coaching club op reopens. I'm hoping that it will reopen within the next few weeks. Ah, I shouldn't have said that. Now that I said that, I have to make that a reality. Oh! <laughs> Uh, so register there, um, and when we reopen, I'll let you know. Oh, man, now i got to do it. Anyhow, bloggercoaching.com. That's it for now. This is Leslie Samuel here from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And until next time, take care, and God bless. <laughs>